What is unique about the South American healthcare system, and what can we learn about it? You are listening to ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I am your host, Dr. Mark Nolan Hill, Professor of Surgery at the Chicago Medical School, and with me today is Dr. Thomas Russell, the Executive Director of the American College of Surgeons. Prior to his leadership role at the American College of Surgeons, Dr. Russell was Chairman of the Department of Surgery at California Pacific Medical Center and Professor of Surgery at the University of California at San Francisco. Dr. Russell is well known as a consensus builder and innovative thinker who is taking the college in directions that will help to ensure that surgeons can practice in an optimal and ethical environment and that outcomes for and the safety of surgical patients will continue to be both safeguarded and improved. Welcome, Dr. Russell. Well, it's nice to be with you, Mark. Today we are discussing the healthcare system in South America. Dr. Russell, tell us about your recent trip to South America. Well, I had a really wonderful experience. I visited two countries, Argentina, and then I was in Buenos Aires, and then I went to Rio de Janeiro in Brazil. I went down for a couple of reasons, one of which the Joint Commission that, as everyone knows, accredits basically all the hospitals in the United States, is beginning to branch out into other countries. And they were introducing the Joint Commission and the accreditation process to some hospitals in Argentina. And they're becoming more of a sort of an international accrediting agency. And they asked me if I would come down and give some talks to some hospital administrators and people in the insurance business about the accreditation process and about safety in the operating room and how we're trying to make the surgical experience high quality and as safe as possible. What is it like down there? Well, I think when you go down there and you visit, and I probably visited about seven hospitals, you realize that we have a very good system in the United States. I mean, we have a very sophisticated system. All of our hospitals are accredited. They have to meet certain standards. Uh, those standards are also being developed for outpatient facilities. And we have a very remarkable healthcare system. Granted, it's costly. It costs a lot of money, and we're spending more money on healthcare than any other country in the world. We all know that. We have a good system. You see in, in the hospitals that I visited great variation. You see some that meet seemingly American standards, and you see some that are really struggling, and they have lots of people from other countries seeking their health care there, like from other countries such as Paraguay or the Colombia come into Argentina for their care, and it, it really overwhelms the system. So there's obviously great variability in the hospitals. What is their health care system like? Who runs it, and how is it funded? A lot of it is state-supported, and they also have a private, you know, there are some private patients I'm no expert on all of the nuances of the healthcare system of Brazil and Argentina, but I believe it's a sort of a hybrid model where many patients are in the public system and many of the doctors are employed by the hospitals. I know in Brazil, the desire of the doctors is to have basically a big private practice so that they can sort of opt out of or do a minimal amount in the public setting where they make hardly any money at all. They want to obviously concentrate on the patients that have the resources to pay for their care. So it's sort of, in a way, got some similarities to the United States. What is it, about 50% of the health care in the United States is paid for by the government. If you add, you know, Medicare, Medicaid, all the transplant work, and you have all the 
people that are coming in illegally, that's all kind of gets picked up by the government with one program or another. And then you have the rest as comes out of the private sector. So it's pretty much that way. But I can tell you that as a doctor and talking to a number of the doctors down there, that many of them are are having difficult times, and I think we have a more robust system in the United States. Why are they having difficult times? Well, I think they're overwhelmed with work. They have lots to do. They're complaining about the compensation. I know in Argentina, there's a big liability issue. One of the doctors that I was with was not only an MD, but he also was a lawyer. And he tells me in Argentina that we not only have a, as far as malpractice suits and so on, we not only have a this is his words, a civil problem where you have these civil suits, but also many of them are involved in criminal aspects of care. How's that? Well, that's just the way the system is. They can go after the doctor on criminal charges. And he is, with his background, reviews a lot of cases. They have in Argentina, I understand, a real issue with, according to the doctors that I talk to, with liability. If you have just joined us, you are listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157. I am your host, Dr. Mark Nolan-Hill, professor of surgery at Chicago Medical School, and with me today is Dr. Thomas Russell, the executive director of the American College of Surgeons. We are discussing the health care system in South America. Dr. Russell, when you visited the surgeons and the primary care physicians in South America, where were most of them trained? I think most of them are trained in the countries, in Brazil or Argentina, you know, many of them do go to other countries for training. Many of the surgeons that I met in both Brazil and Argentina had spent a significant amount of time in the United States. As a matter of fact, I can think of three or four that trained in the Chicago area, in New York, uh, places like that. And they always thought so fondly of their experience uh, working here in Chicago and other locations. And I think they're very good. I think they're excellent. Uh, they're well-trained the system is somewhat uh, overwhelming, and I think they work very hard and have a lot of work to do. Is there universal health care? I think, you know, it's everybody gets care. I think everybody has got some means to have support. I know they have a lot of people coming into their country from other countries where that doesn't happen. Like I understand Paraguay is a real issue for some of the hospitals in Argentina. I went to one hospital where I've never seen so many patients. I've never seen lines so long. I think people camped out of the hospital for days just to see somebody. Huh. And it was in a very poor area, and it was really quite an experience. In other hospitals, it's you think you're going into an American hospital. I think sterility is a real problem. You know, you see animals in the hospitals. You see cats actually wandering around the hospitals. Why would you see animals in the hospital? Well, I think they use them for rodent control. For oh. one thing. <laughs> Let me tell you, you don't realize how advanced we are in the United States. And even if you take some of our really hospitals that are under terrible stress, like perhaps Cook County, or I visited recently L.A. County in Los Angeles, even these hospitals that are really under a lot of stress, you know, have standards that they have to meet. Otherwise, they're not going to be accredited and they'll be out of business. And then you have the opportunity to go to other countries like I've been into the Sudan. I went on a missionary over there about a year and a half ago, and I've also been into Kenya. I was down in Haiti at a clinic in Pignon in Haiti, and you're just blown away with the poverty and with the lack of resources and the lack of ability to do any of these advanced things, which we take for granted in the United States. And as doctors, if you didn't do them, you'd be sued. Well, they don't have any of that in these countries. South America is one thing, but then you can go you know, further down when you go into some of the depths of some of these other countries like the Sudan. Now, did you spend time actually in the operating rooms as well? 
I did in when I was in Africa and Haiti. I spent time in the operating room. When I was in Brazil and in Argentina, I was really talking to sort of medical, you know, thought leaders who are trying to develop better ways of evaluating healthcare. And so one of the things they're looking at was, I mentioned that earlier, the accreditation system that the Joint Commission was bringing down. And they're also very interested in a program that we have here at the American College of Surgeons called the National Surgical Quality Improvement Program, which is a risk-adjusted means of looking at surgical outcomes so that hospitals at the end of the year will kind of get a report card on how do they do with respect to various parameters or metrics of good surgical care, like wound infections, like return to the operating room, like a need for readmission to the hospitals, deaths, other complications that could occur. We're doing that now in the United States, and these other countries like Brazil and Argentina are really anxious to join us with these kind of efforts. So just like the Joint Commission is becoming much more of an international accrediting agency, I can see at the College of Surgeons with some of our quality improvement programs that we could go into other countries, and we're very excited about that. The world is getting very small in medicine, the so-called globalization of healthcare. In South America, do they have the technologic advances such as minimally invasive surgery, the imaging things we spoke about before, the pharmaceuticals that we have in this country? Yes, they do in certain areas there'll be great disparity. I mean, you can go into certain areas and this won't be available. Simply, the patients won't get it. But in the major cities, like in Argentina, Buenos Aires, I visited a hospital in Rosario, which is about 300 kilometers from Buenos Aires. They may have relatively primitive facilities, but some better are quite advanced, but some may be a little more primitive, but they will have the imaging and the things that we were talking about earlier. What about the staffing of the hospital in terms of the nursing staff and the other professional staff? I'm sure that varies from place to place, but the places that I visited, they seem to have enthusiastic, young staffing, and I didn't hear that as a major problem. Well, Dr. Russell, are there any things that you would like to see adopted in this country from what you learned in South America? I think we have to learn from each other. I think there are things that we can learn from South America, and there's some things that we can probably you know, teach them about. And I know they're very anxious to learn about these quality measures that we're doing. And they haven't really looked at that in, in a great measure. The doctor is sort of doing what they wanted to do. And we're down the road now. We're trying to bring in this evidence-based medicine. And we're trying to do things with these, these measures that we've accepted as the best way to practice. And we have to comply with these. The other thing I would say to your audience is go to other countries. It's a wonderful experience to join on some sort of a missionary tour, to go and, and visit and see if you can help a community a little bit. And in the process, you'll learn a lot, and it'll be a mind-opening experience for yourself. Do you find the brotherhood and sisterhood among surgeons and primary care physicians worldwide? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's a wonderful profession. I think we've got a real you know, reason to exist. Uh, we're not just trying to make money. We're trying to make things better for our patients. And I think it really brings us together and gives us a real purpose and gives us some real meaning to the job that we do. So where do you go from here? After visiting South America, do you plan to go to other countries? What do you plan to do, Dr. Russell? Yeah, I, cause, I mean, I have a lot of work to do here in Chicago. Yes. <laughs> so I can't be, I mean, I like to go to all these countries, but I, I obviously limit my trips to maybe one or two a year. I spent a year as a resident, actually, in France. I worked with one of the great French surgeons, and I found working in other countries to be really a good experience. Not that we're trying to impose American standards on other countries, but just understand what their issues are and 
what are the problems in their country? What are the different diseases? And how do they approach different diseases? And how do patients get care? And how are they covered? And it's really good to do that and understand that there isn't just one way of doing it like we do it in the United States, because we don't have all the answers for sure. And we're struggling you know, with health care issues. And look at what's happening with you know, the 2008 election. This is going to be a huge thing playing out. So we don't have all the answers, and we need to learn from others. I want to thank Dr. Thomas Russell, who has been our guest. We have been discussing the health care system in South America. I'm Dr. Mark Nolan Hill, and you have been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Be sure to check out our website at www.reachmd.com, which now features on-demand podcasts of our entire library. For comments and questions, please send your email to xm at reachmd.com. Thank you for listening.